that's got an awful bite It's gonna rise again Keeping track of everything we lose This is the guy, this is the, wow Oh, that's good. Isn't it really good? That's really good. Hi, everybody. Hello. We're back. Back, we back, back, back again. What's up, George? I am. I'm doing great, Carlos. Really? Yes. I love hearing that. I'm yes. doing really great. I am right now currently obsessed with this artist. You just heard a couple of uh, bars of his song um, called, what's it called? Turn to Hate is the name of the song. Off of his album hate. called Pony. The artist is Orville Peck. People might know him as the masked fringe cowboy guy. He's uh-huh. been making the rounds at, of red carpets and social media. So, I like the blend of feels that he has going on. Right? You, you described it to me, and your description was pretty accurate. It's like Johnny Cash, Elvis Presley, Depeche Mode. Yeah. Retro familiar, but new. Yep. This like 50s kind of like. Yeah. Even like a little bit of like a Joy Division feel. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Morrissey. Yeah, dude. That's fantastic. Yeah. All right. It's awesome. So. Name again? The artist's name is Orville Peck, like Orville Redenbacher. Okay. And then just Peck. Peck. Like the. Like our Peck. Yeah. But P-E-C-K. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Go check him out. Can I check him out. He's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna check him out. He's, when we're done recording I think he, today, I'm I'm just gonna listen right to up, I feel like he's right up your like I was listening to him and I was like, I could definitely like hear you doing this. You know, I definitely just have to start writing music again because I'm starting to see I'm starting to understand the cycle of music. I'm 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 starting to understand that everything just becomes new again. And you can't deny a good melody. You can't deny. Well, I mean, I mean, generationally, know. new people like it's every twenty years that pop basically recycles itself, right? Which is why things that you see, you get, you'll you'll see again in twenty years. Usually, like it's like eighteen to twenty years. Um, it takes for something to like reemerge. I just always associated music with being a like a young man's game, and then I'll never forget uh, because Lauren, my wife, hates it when I talk like that. She's like, you don't understand. She's like, you know, athletes, they peak and then they have to retire early. And by the time they hit 30, they can't move around. Yeah, I with feel the same that. Efficiency, you know, that. But music is one of those things that you can do to your very last breath and you can still do it well and you can still touch people with it. And you're limiting yourself because of a number, age, right? Because I associate it with you know, the age of pop artists, right? Pop artists, you know, are from well, 16 I mean, if you, if to you, 25, 26, but are 40, 50, or, well, 35 all the way up, are they listening to those young pop artists? What are they listening to and who's writing music for them? So that's, so now I'm like on this kick again of like, okay, I got to start creating music again. I got to start writing again. And this motivates me, uh, Orville Peck, because... It's all stuff that it's he's great in, uh, in the two or three bars that I've listened to. Mm-hmm. But and so it's not a, it's not to discredit him or discount what he's doing, but it sounds like he's bringing back some feels, some 
some era of music, blending it with some something with like a little modern uh, edge there. So that's mm-hmm. pretty cool. Yeah, I'm going to start writing music again. When I, I liken music in a lot of the ways, um, in the way that I like um, like fashion and not necessarily style, but just fashion itself, which is like um, this like subculture, this world um, of artists that are trying to, that are basically like trying to create their own paths. Um, and depending on like what kind of artist you are, you have a genre, you have like a kind of style that you stick with. Um, and I have a lot of different like musical tastes, just like I have a lot of different like fashion taste. Which is why I dress like today I'm dressed in a very like, you know, office yeah, you're ready business for casual look. Um, and I definitely like lean towards more comfortable things, but I definitely like to see just like really cool things, yeah. you know? And um, like l- lately on my Instagram, I've been like going to different fashion blogs and different fashion Instagrams that I like mm-hmm. and snapping pictures or like scrabbing pictures of mostly men's stuff, like mostly menswear um, that I think is really cool and really directional and just like reposting it out there for people who like are interested in knowing or they don't consume it in the way that I do. Right. Um, so I don't know. It's just really cool. And like whenever music, uh, does something, whenever I see fashion being done in a familiar way, but in a new way, it, it, it makes me kind of, this makes me smile. I, I enjoy it. Yeah, and the same thing exactly is, right. and it's that same feeling I get with music yeah. and I'm like, I've heard this before, but not like this. Um, and so that's a great way to put it, you know, right? like everyone got, gave like sampling, like a really hard time in the nineties, but those samples were so good. They and really were, they were well used and then to, well to create some, to, it's kind of like when you take something that you already know and then you make something new out of it, it's a whole new thing. And yes, the one can't come. The first is people were like, the original is best. And the original is the original, the end, you know, and this is something else. This is something new. And another concept, it couldn't No, it could not exist without the original. So, you know, the artists I think that are the most successful with that are the ones that pay homage to it and acknowledge that we love this. We're taking this and we're making something new about it. We're inspired by it. Um, so yeah, that's how I feel about that. Yeah. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah, no, it, it definitely is. You know, it's, uh, I read something the other day. Speaking of fashion, I read a, f- a funny headline or whatever a title of an article that says, "What what was it? It said something like, lazy fashion is on its way out and the fancy gentleman is making its way back in. So in the point of the article was that suits, like guys in suits is, is like coming back. Uh, and that's a lot how it was like in the late nineties and early two thousands where a lot of, you know, like the suit wearing gentleman was more prominent. Uh, and then we went back into this Converse jeans, t-shirt wearing thing. Um, it's just, I don't know. It's cool. And some of the pictures you've posted, uh, some, I mean, they're not outfits I would wear, but obviously well, you but wouldn't wear hot pink bondage cowboy. I would not. No, no, it's not my thing. <laughs> I wouldn't. I don't. Thing. I don't. I wouldn't wear head to toe like a look like that. But uh, some of those pieces I think are really cool. And as a as a person who is not a pop artist like Little Nas X, right, right. Um, <laughs> I might not. I definitely wouldn't wear that. I mean, it's it was made custom for him. It's Versace, it's custom Versace leather just head to him. toe just for him. 
Um, but if they ever did, well, I don't, I mean, I don't have the bank account for that either, but if they ever did something that was like an offshoot of that, you know, like I might buy the belt, I might buy the jacket, I might buy, I might even buy the, I mean, hot pink leather pants. Hell yeah. You would, you would wear that. Imagine hot pink leather pants, but you have to do it in a way that's definitely more achievable in our day to day. So you wear hot pink leather pants with like a white tee. Right. And like your black docks. Right. You know, you could wear that as you could wear that. At any one of your shows, Carlos, <laughs> you you know, at, when you're fronting Sunset Dreams, you could totally rock that look, you know, and or like just something that where like the pants really stick out or like, you know, the pink jacket with like all black underneath and maybe like a white shoe, just stuff like that. There's always like just because you see something on a red carpet, just because you see something being walking down a runway at a fashion show doesn't mean that that's the intended like mass consumption way i mean these are this is an exposition this is a a a really like an think of it as like an art installation you know you go to an art gallery and you see all these pieces put together and you're like oh my god this is so much it kind of gets overwhelming but there's always like one piece of that in your house might look amazing 25 pieces of that might be is overwhelming right does that make sense it makes perfect you know and so that's the way i look at that's the way I, I, I translate what I see on a runway that might not might look. If, I, if a person walking on a runway walks down, say, Miracle Mile, they'll definitely turn heads. Right. Yeah. You know, um, uh, Kim Jones, who's the designer of the menswear designer of Dior. I've been posting a lot of his stuff lately. OK. He's the one that had the show here in Miami. He's the one that did the Dior Air Jordans that I've been posting oh, everywhere. Oh, yeah. those are He's those are nice. Fucking awesome. He's really good. He's my favorite menswear designer right now. And he did this, he just showed his um his fall collection, and it was paying homage to this um stylist and jewelry designer named uh, Judy Blame, I think his name was. Anyways, he did like opera gloves on men. Like opera gloves are those gloves that are typically worn by women, which are like they cover your entire hand and then usually made of like a silk or a a velvet and they go all the way up the arm. Right. And so it's like these guys in like long sleeve shirts with like judged up like you roll up your sleeve like the way I have. But then with like an opera glove over it and then like a watch. And it was just really cool kind of way of like mixing things that are traditionally gendered for a woman in a new way, which I was like, oh, I appreciate that. I like that. That's really cool. I like that a lot. So. Wow, that would, that that's been on my that's I've been really enjoying doing that, and it just happens I can to see be that I can see it's this your time. Of, it's too. the time of the year. Like this is the time of the year where a lot of shows start to come up, and for the first time, I'm definitely paying attention much more to menswear than I ever have before. Um, and I think it's because I'm really leaning into it, wanting to be a stylist more. So I'm just putting stuff out there to see who consumes it and who gets it. And maybe I can get like someone to call me and be like, "Hey, I have this event. Can you please help me put together a look?" Oh, so are are you, you're, you're are you getting a little bit more into that? Listen, like, I offer it for free. Into- I'm con. I mean, I've told, I've put things together for you. I've yeah. put things together for. I mean, I'm constantly styling David. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So man, but it's good eventually to maybe do. But if someone ever like- wants to like go to a store and like pick out stuff, I've done it before, and I'll do it again. Awesome. Yeah. Good to, guys, pay attention. Let me know. You guys, yeah. anyone with a gift card to a Nordstrom's rack or a Macy's that doesn't know what to do and you got an Go event, George. just hit me up on Instagram, send me a DM and we'll, we'll, we'll make it work. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. And it's funny. You mentioned something also about the, the whole concept of uh, artistic exemption. Have you ever heard of this concept? No. Where, 
an art the artist exempt is like if if you are an artist in some shape way or form like you can it's like you can get away with more like there's things i could probably wear and leverage the fact that i'm a front man that you know if somebody saw me on the street they'd be like what's that dude doing wearing that but if you see me leading a band in the front you know in that in that situation it's like oh look look what he's wearing that's pretty cool sure you know and um and there's other things other artist exemptions that you know that, that we don't have to get into now but but it's it's really it's really interesting how that works because there's pro i've never done it i've never taken like a like a huge chance on fashion i'm very traditional when i go and i perform but i know that that's there like even at a local level you don't have to be world famous just the fact that you are fronting a band or you're and it's related to some kind of art form like music you know it's like oh look that guy's that guy's dressed all crazy but that's cool because he's the front man of a band yeah you know so that's uh that's an interesting concept and those are things like i say like i said before if i wore him like to starbucks people be like what the fuck is this guy doing you know <laughs> fuck those people <laughs> well that's true that's how i see it yeah that's true so yeah but um but no, I'm, I'm enjoying your posts, though. I'm enjoying your posts and I'm enjoying the, you know, it is that time of year. Not for me, because I don't know how you feel about this. And I'm, I'm sure I'm, I'm, I have a feeling you'll disagree. But the way I look at it is, you know, the best fashion is the 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 fall winter fashion. I feel like summer, it's just kind of like, OK, well, especially living in Miami, it's like I'm just going to wear shorts and a T-shirt. Well, yes. Miami makes it hard because it is so hot and so humid that the idea of layering clothes on top of each other is counterintuitive. You don't want to. You mm. want to like, you want to be naked. You want to be naked. Yeah. And Miami is a naked city. It is a naked city, isn't it? You know, it's it's. I've told the story of a friend of mine who um, lived in New York, um, but she came to Miami a lot. And so one year, like one summer, I went to go visit her in, in New York, and. We were getting ready to go out that night and it was a it was summer in New York. It was June or something. So it was warm. And she's asking me, like, what do I think she should wear? Um, and she's a fashion girl. So she definitely has a lot of stuff in her closet. So we're just kind of like playing around. And I pull out like kind of like this like longer like T-shirt, which um, you could really wear as a dress. Um, and it was around, it was in that era of, it was in that time when people were doing that. It was kind of like eighties forward. Um, and it was a little bit blousy. So it was like kind of like off the shoulder, like that kind of like flash dance look. And she was like, I need to wear tights underneath it. I'm like, no, 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 don't wear tights. Just like you have amazing legs. Wear like a really cool heel, just this awesome jewelry hair up. And I mean, it's so fucking hot. Maybe you were like a, like a, maybe you were like a, like a booty short. And she turns to me and she's like, George, this isn't Miami. This is Manhattan. You're, you're, you're used to Miami. Right, right, I can't right. get away with that here. I, that doesn't fly over here. And so there's definitely like a cultural. Yeah. A naked cultural city. It's a naked city. Miami Not the magic city. It's naked it's city. It's hot. It's hot yeah, out it's here. It's hot as fuck out here. And so, you know, yeah. we have, we've had a couple of cool days. And so that's nice. Like I get to wear denim without like, you know, sweating in my hoo-ha. Right, right. <laughs> my, my gooch doesn't get all like swamp assy, you know? <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? If I start to walk around, like while we were in, we were in Orlando last weekend, which is why I wasn't able to record with you. And it got really cold um, the day that we went to Universal. And I put on jeans and I walked around the whole park with jeans on. I mean, I did have compression shorts underneath because I'm not a savage. But nonetheless, I had jeans on and I was fine because it was so fucking cold and it was so dry. Right. 
you know, I get jealous of the people who live like in LA that always have that cool dry weather and they can wear like layered knits and sweaters and jeans, you know, in May. Right. We can't do that. Not here. here. Which by the way, I thought I was a cold weather person. I've been proven wrong because it dropped below 50 and I was miserable wishing for the heat. And I was like, I am a Miamian. I was like, I, I walked into my house and I told my kids, I told my wife, I said, guys, if you ever hear me say that I wish we lived in a cold city, a cold weather city, disregard it because Miami's where it's at. I was, I was in my head thinking I wish it was hot. I, I was in my head picturing those days when you get in your car and it's so warm that you can't get the air conditioning cranking fast enough. I was... In a, I was actually picturing that in my head. I'm like, I wish I had that over this bitter 39 degree. Yes, I said 39 degrees because some that's laughable. Some people, <laughs> some people jump in the pool in that weather in yeah. this country or around the world. Um, and uh, but 39 degrees is what it took for me to say, "Fuck this." What were you, why? Why? I thought it was I, lovely. I didn't. I nope. It didn't do it for me. It didn't do it for me. Thirty nine. I, I think. I think fifty is my breaking point. I think. I think I enjoy the cold weather up until fifty. <laughs> if it gets below fifty, I'm like, wait a minute, wait a minute, whoa, 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 whoa. I need the heat to come back. Wait, wait, wait. Where'd you go? Don't stray away too far. Don't stray. I need. I need a little bit of that. You know what I mean? So it was, it was interesting. That was an interesting experience since we had that cold front, or you know, quote unquote, have air quotes it's on. It's definitely right now. that. It's definitely more. Um, more work. To bundle up than it is to like just to then to strip down. Yeah. You know, yeah, I think yeah. it's easier to live in a warmer climate. I think it's easier to dress for a warm climate than it is to dress for a colder climate. Even though, you know, stylistically it's awesome. You could do more with, you know, them. Yeah. everyone wants to wear like a coat on coats on coats or yeah, hoodies on a, a hoodie over a coat or a jacket over a hoodie. Mm -hmm. I like the way that looks. Um, but, you know, for it to be 35 degrees to be able to get away with that yeah. is a lot. It is a lot. It's a lot. I just put on my. Just you know, put on yeah. the outfit, take the picture, post it on Instagram, then you're done. And you're done. That's it. Yeah, o O T D yeah, outfit yeah, of the day. Yeah, yeah. As you as you dress in your air conditioned home, and then tag the the, the temperature outside. Yeah. So it'll be like 90 <laughs> degrees outside, and you're inside in your leather jacket, your black team soul infamous hoodie. <laughs> oh man! So we've um, we got to catch up. We have to catch up. Where 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 are we at with? With our journey in life, you know, what's been going on? I have had to kiss goodbye to everything I thought I wanted to do Oof. when it comes to fitness. Wow. I had to just be like, peace out. Peace out, heavy lifting. Peace out, high intensity interval training. Peace out, CrossFit, basically. Um, peace out. I've even peace out from the gym. I haven't been there really cons as consistently as I was going you know, since, I mean, since, you found since, out I about your toe? since I started about my toe and my shoulder. And the toe is still oddly painful, which is frustrating and starting to get concerning. Um, and But the, sh the arms feel great. The shoulder feels great. I've been doing all like the, the rehab stuff that they gave me to do, and I've been doing a lot of other... Um, what we would normally call accessory or assistance work. Basically, my entire workout consists of supersetting that kind of stuff. Okay. Um, so I'm still working out 90 minutes to two hours a day um, between strength work and conditioning work. 
but it's very different. Um, it's a lot of holding my body in positions for a long, for, you know, a minute at a time. It's a lot of like, uh, static holding a lot of, uh, what do they call it? Monostructural work where it's just like running it, bike intervals, rowing intervals. It's all of the stuff that I never wanted to do. It's all of the stuff that I needed to do to be able to do the fun stuff um, without getting hurt. Without getting hurt, exactly. Uh, and so now I'm basically, it's like, it's basically you go from having a, a diet of, you know, candy and macaroni and cheese to a diet of like chicken, brown rice, and vegetables. Right, exactly. And so, which I'm also eating chicken, brown rice, and vegetables. Good. Good for you, man. <laughs> so nutrition's been good too. Nutrition has been like a soft improvement. Okay. Because I'm still like, did you know that M&M's makes um, hazelnut flavor? I didn't until I saw your post. Yeah, that's delicious. And thank you for introducing You're, that to me. They're really good. Are they? Yeah. Oh my God, that sounds amazing. So you know how like the peanut M&M is the peanut and then it's covered in chocolate and then has the candy shell? Yeah. So the, this is the hazelnut covered in chocolate with the candy shell. Right. They have the caramel version too. And a caramel version. So that's what I was picturing. I saw that and I was like... Oh, not only do they have the caramel, they have the hazelnut one now. Or so I don't I've been, know how long it's been out. I but. pull out a little bowl, and one serving is one ounce. So I do two servings of hazelnut and two servings of caramel into a bowl, and then I like mix it up, and then I just eat that. Yeah, just constantly well, maybe, surprised. Maybe once a day, maybe once every other day. Yeah, which is really good. They're really good. On That's top good. of like my chicken brown rounds and vegetables. So okay, balance, maybe? balance, balance, balance. You know. Um, it's uh, th- this trajectory that we've been on since we started this podcast with our fitness is, um, you know, I've been kind of like going back in my head what we talked about. And and it's really so appropriate for what this podcast was really founded on, which is uh, this podcast is for everyone to enjoy and everyone to listen to. But the it's from the point of view of somebody who's 35 and up. Also, there is that element that that this was based off of. I mean, Moaka stands for men of a certain age because we um, are men of a certain age. Right. Exactly. And I haven't been 35 in over five in years, over five years. Right. So yeah, exactly. <laughs> so the thing is, so, so, you know, but I, I find that our trajectory is so, so accurate, so on point with probably what a lot of people are going through because our bodies are changing. Our bodies are a little bit more limited and it's this process of, uh, of 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 you know of course we have that denial phase like you know I, I I don't want to accept that you know my body's not the same as it was 20 years ago right and then um, but then you know then there's a little bit of like you know resentment towards that and you know people can feel a certain way some people feel like you know anger towards that for a long while some people get over it quickly um, and then eventually there's like this form of like acceptance and balance that that it's that's what i've been going through so i I, through this uh the my private practice and because of the schedule i have with my private practice now i only go to the gym three days a week i don't go five days a week anymore and it's interesting because it took a while for me to be present with it and to acknowledge it but i'm in less pain i'm walking around more freely it's all right you know, I, you know, I, it's, and all I did was go from five days a week to three days a week. Now the two days in between, I am doing yoga and I have been, and we, we've established that in previous episodes. So I'm still doing the yoga. So there's this thing to be said, you know, about, about balance, you know, and, and with nutrition too, I've, 
I'm not going to say I've been less strict with nutrition, but I've been a little bit more, more balanced. And, you know, that balance of uh, taking care of myself and enjoying life and really being on that very thin line uh, and, and just kind of seeing, you know, okay, today I just want, I want to enjoy those M&Ms and I'm going to enjoy them 100%. You know, I won't have them tomorrow. Are you tracking? You know? I'm tracking. That is the key. That is the key. I think if you track, um, if you if you if you do track your macros and you do it with you know eighty to eighty twenty being the ratio of good to bad food, you know, or yeah, or whole to fun food, if you will, you'll be successful in no matter what kind of exercise you do. Now, I am going to disagree with you in that I haven't accepted the fact that I can't, my body can't do this anymore. Mm. I am present in that this is where I'm at right now. Oh, I see. Okay. And so instead of being upset about what I cannot do, I am on a rehabilitative workout path Got to be able it. to return to the thing I enjoy doing the most. I, see. I also know that in order to be able to do that, I need to do this as well. Exactly. And so I'm not going to get caught up in where I want to and what I can't do anymore because I know that I can, I know what I'm capable of doing because I've already done it. Does right. that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. And so now it's about, it's about the same way, the same way I had to teach myself how to track food. It's about learning this new way of working out to be able to do both the fun things like the high skill gymnastics, the heavy Olympic weightlifting, um, and then maybe like getting better at, you know, you know, running and rowing and all that other stuff. And because my bot, hopefully I'm strengthening the the support muscles, I'll be able to do things like ring muscle ups, like right. uh, handstand pushups and stuff like that. Yeah. I don't know that I'm ever going to compete again. I don't know that. I'll ever show up for another competition because I think there is a stress that you put your body under that may not be worth it because I'm not a professional athlete. So I'm, that's maybe the, the most acceptance that I've come to is that I don't need to train to, to perform in competition. I can just train for fun. Well, I, and, and so maybe in the way I said it, it didn't come off that way, but that's exactly what you just described is what I was trying to say. But we have you different know? fitness yeah. like likes and goals oh, and stuff. Yeah, like absolutely. I still like I was squatting 150 kilos this morning. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, that's <laughs> that's like what? 300 and something. It's three. It's over 300 pounds. Over 300 pounds. So I did like five by three today at, at that weight. And right, then I did right. a bunch of other stuff. Not so. a lot of 40 year olds can do that. So I like the feeling of that. And I like what it does to my body, you yeah. know, because when you work out those big muscle groups, like you produce more testosterone, you're able to mm -hmm. like feel better and yeah. feel stronger and so and not not to mention that your body becomes a fat burning furnace you God. know when you when you work out those major areas like leg days are super important for your metabolism and i want to snatch my waist you want to snatch <laughs> yes yeah i want my waist to be smaller right i want it to look i don't <laughs> i want to like really shave off this muffin top Oh, well, don't, yeah, well, you know, you know, I'm working on that too. I was yeah. doing so good during like, like at the beginning of December mm -hmm. and then the holidays came around and we were like green lighting everything. Green light, big and green then, light. And then I got hurt. So I started eating my feelings. <laughs> and so, and the weight, I didn't have it on the scale. So, but I'm pretty sure the weight hasn't changed that much, but pants that were starting to fit loose again, started to like fit, fit again. Yeah. And I went from being like on the fourth hole of my 
belt to my third, third hole of the belt. Yeah, slowly. So it's like okay, the third all right, hole. all right, all right. We're back to where we're at. Yeah. But it's. But you just, you know what? You just, you like you said, eighty twenty. You keep going. You get back on track. You start tracking again. And 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 that's I believe. I that's what I believe balance to be is you know knowing knowing those parameters knowing when you're outside of that structure and and having a point of reference to t- to let yourself know that you're back in that those parameters in in that structure and i think that's what what tracking does um for sure and and yeah and everything's relative right because here i am i'm like uh, yeah i'm only doing three days a week when i when i was doing th- when i started doing three days a week i was like man my progress is gonna diminish i'm not gonna like perform as well and it couldn't i couldn't have been more wrong i'm performing just as well at the gym and i think i said it last pot in the last podcast but i got legless rope climbs and i couldn't believe it that's awesome i couldn't believe it so the progress is definitely is definitely there and uh how now with competition i might be bowing out of the gauntlet as well stop really yeah no we have to do it for content i understand that but nope my calf uh got whatever it is that's going on with my calf got ignited again last week because i was stupid I let the I let my ego take over. I, you do? I, I was healing very well, and there was a workout that had running and double unders. Oh yeah! All right. For those of you that are not CrossFitters or are not familiar with jump rope exercises, double unders is just exactly what it sounds. You you jump once, but the rope is going under your feet twice. So all in one movement, and uh, it had three or four rounds of fifty of them, mm-hmm. and. You know, it doesn't take a rocket scientist to know that if you have a calf injury, one of the last things that you should be doing is jumping, especially as aggressive as you need to jump in order to to do that. And I mean, and the combo with running, like running and, the and combo jumping, with running. Like, yeah, it was it was and it, you just add box jumps and snatches and, it, and you're and basically it, really blowing then yourself I'll just up. Rip my Achilles. <laughs> yeah, I'll just rip my Achilles tendon. Yeah. So trash yourself. You know, I, I let the ego, the ego get the best of me. I was surrounded by some of my best buds. They'd never pressure me. This is not this is all my fault, not theirs. But I was surrounded by some of like, you know, the people I really you know enjoy working out with. And and uh, and they were doing it. And I regressed back to my 10 year old self and said, well, they're doing it. So I'm going to do it, too. And got swept up in the middle of the second round that no, it was at the end of the second round. I was like, okay, this is starting to feel uncomfortable. I started losing feeling in my left calf. And then by the time I got done with the last run, it was three rounds. By the time I got done with the last run, I was wobbling back. Like I was running, like my upper body looks like I'm running, but I'm like on almost on one leg, like kind of wobbling. And I couldn't feel that I was wobbling because it's, I don't, I lose feeling in my left calf. That's so crazy. Yeah. So in my mind, I'm, I'm looking great. And then I caught myself in the reflection of one of the cars because you have to run around the parking lot. And my body did not look graceful at all. I was like completely like, womp, 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 uh-huh. womp, you know. And um, I, I went in. I finished the workout. I woke up the next day. I could barely take a step on my left foot. And I regressed. All like the six weeks that I had been staying off of it. All gone. All that week of healing, all those six weeks of healing, I was back to square one. So now we are about three and a half weeks out um, of the gauntlet. And I think I need to honor these injuries. I think I need to rehab. Uh, It's going to be one hour. The gauntlet is one hour 
of uh, multiple workouts, multiple mini wads, and there's a high chance that there's going to be jump rope involved. There's a high chance there's going to be some jumping movement involved. And I don't know. I feel like it's going to stress me out. I feel like I'm going to, you know, not be in a good place knowing that I'm going in there somewhat injured. So as of right now, today, January 28th, I think that I'm going to have to sit this one out as well. Yeah. So that's where I'm at. But I'm not bummed about it. I'm not unhappy. I'm I'm perfectly fine with the decision aside from the fact that I, you know, wasted money. Yeah. But yeah, that's 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 kind of a bummer. But um aside from that though, I'm completely fine with it. I'm completely fine with it. So now I can spend that time um, stalking some master's level athletes so I can interview them for the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. That's good. That's what I'm going to be doing. So yeah, so that's, that's my update. Nutrition has been, like you said, it's been 80, 20. I'm happy with it. Um, and I'm going to, I'm going to tighten up a little bit more just because I want to. Um, I've already passed 300 days about my alcohol free journey. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm very, very happy about that. Um, and everything else is just going good. I mean, my, my, I've definitely, the process of slowing down that I started four months ago is starting to show. And now there's, um, there's been moments of peace. Nobody needs me. Nobody's emailing me. Nobody's calling me. And I got anxious. And then I'm like, no, wait a minute. This is what life should be. You should allow yourself time to be at peace and watch a Netflix show and, you know, and uh, work is going good. You know, work is good. Business is good. So that's where I'm at. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So with your changes and everything that you've changed in your routine, has there been anything additional? You've, 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 you've kind of, you know, you, the whole style, styling thing you brought up, the, the changes in your workouts have been brought up. Um, what else is going on? I am doing a lot of like, reflect, like self-reflection right now. Um, kind of like where I've been, where I'm at and where I'm going. Um, and I know that sounds really vague. Um, but for the sake of like my own like anonymity and my own privacy, I'm not going to like totally divulge all the details no, of what that of entails. Not. Right, right, right. But, um, I, uh, I definitely noticed that there have been things that I've been like doing and I have done particularly in the last three years, once I got sober, um, that I did because I needed to stay sober. Oh, okay. You know, like I kind of replaced the fun that I had by going out all the time and drinking and, uh, partying with like fitness. Um, I like kind of like going all in on this, like fitness, 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 and like hard, 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 place one with the other. Yeah. Um, and so when your lifestyle changes that drastically, um, I don't know, like you kind of like some things go by the wayside, you know? Um, and so maybe I'm trying, I don't know. Like I just, that, that thought has been in my head lately. Um, and spending, you know, as much time as I have at the gym is not something that I kind of want to do anymore. You know, we have, I have a, I'm privileged enough that I have a setup in my backyard. So, and David's been out of town. So, and I've been taking care of the dogs full time. So being able to stay, work out at the house is 
been really beneficial. Yeah, it's a blessing. And man. I don't That's like great. sit in traffic and I get to do what I want to do and I'm following my program and um, the friendships and relationships that I have with people that I work, that I would see at the gym a lot, I still have. Right. Um, but I'm just not there as much as I used to be. And I don't feel like the draw or the call there that I d- once did. Right. Um, I feel like I neglected some friendships uh, because of the fact that they were still, you know, out there right. drinking and using. Um, and I feel bad about that now more than ever uh, because they're not bad people. And I, I was just in a place where I, I couldn't be around it. Um, and so I've been kind of reconnecting and spending a little bit more quality time. That's great. man. Um, and, jo- and not feeling any kind of way about any of that stuff. You mm. know what I mean? Yeah. Um, Yeah, that. And like, I also feel like there's things that I just haven't done because I feel like I don't have time because, you know, I have to work out three hours a day. And then I have to like recover to be able to work out three hours a day. And I still have to work and I still have to take care of the dogs. So there's just so many hours in the day to do stuff. And there's other stuff I want to do that doesn't include like, I don't know, being the best 40 year old masters CrossFitter. Um, And that's like a truth that has really come to the surface I would say in the last week and this like kind of like analysis period has been like brought to the forefront because of like the injury that I sustained and some other stuff um, that really started to come to play at the beginning of the year so now we're like in what the the 26th week of January because January has been the longest fucking month (laughs) Have you seen the memes of like <laughs> it's we're tw- we're six weeks we're six months into the year and it's still January? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah that's yeah. exactly that. what it feels like. Yeah. Exactly. So now we're f- closing out the first uh, month of the year, and I'm like, okay, we are we have a path, we have a path to we have a path to follow. Yeah. Um, and I'm good with it. You know, I'm I'm really good with it. Good. And so I'm just leaning in to those things and. Um, I know this sounds really vague. No, but no, no. It, so, no, it doesn't sound vague. It's exactly what I think. That is the information that I is just really necessary. we just go. There's like this, like there's this idea that you have to be all in on something, or else you are not committed to it. You know what I mean? I do, and it's unhealthy. It's unhealthy because you need to be all. I hate to sound like a cliche. Or cheesy or whatever, but you got to be all in on life. And life has many different components. And when our balance gets thrown off, then you're not fully, you're not fully living. So, look, I have the type of personality that will be hyper focused on one thing for a short amount of time. And like, it's kind of like a match. It burns very, very hot, very, very fast. And then it's gone. Yeah. You know, and I did that with, I did that with CrossFit. I did that with lifting. I did that with, you know, my nutrition. I I used to do that with drinking and going out. And so that behavior, that pattern, that I, that, that way of, that way of being, that way of acting, that is like a personality, it's a character defect. It's, you know, that, um, I just kind of replaced one with the other, you know? And so it's the question of, um, like the why of that? Yeah. Um, 
has always been that's just the way I am. Yeah, man. I mean, that's yeah. So yeah. I don't I don't know if it's a nurture nature thing. I don't know. Like I start I'm gonna start going to like I'm definitely like looking into a therapy soon because I think there's like stuff going on on the inside that I thought I was cool with that maybe I'm not. Right. Um. And even with the focus that I have of like being present and the consciousness and the Eckhart Tolle thing, that's kind of like the like a day to day. But if like I don't know if the if the stuff underneath that you thought was cool maybe isn't, and you only can figure that out, you know, with like a professional, um, I think it's worth exploring. Oh, absolutely, because we all have these needs within us that we don't that they don't become obvious to us. And we start behaving according to those needs that we have. I have a blind. You know? I definitely feel like I have a blind spot. We all do, though. Yeah. We all have a blind spot. It's just a matter of whether you want to acknowledge it or not. We all have it. We all have a blind spot. You know, I think that um, the whole thing of, you know, you just, you know, replace fitness with the other vice you had. And fitness is a more positive, healthy vice, but it's a vice either way. I think that's a, that's a real thing. I think that's a real thing where, you know, if three hours and I'm not saying this is you, I'm not, I'm not referring to you. I'm saying in general, three hours, I'm not in the three hours. I'm in the gym is three hours. I'm not drinking, you know, like that kind of like mentality um, is uh, it could be scary because there's other needs going on within us that, you know, need to, there's these pillars to happiness, right? There's these pillars of allowing yourself to experience positive emotions, being engaged in everything that you do, applying meaning to the things that you do and the things that happen to you, right? Allowing yourself to feel a sense of accomplishment, okay? And establishing and maintaining relationships in different areas of your life. Th those things together create that balance that we're all looking for. Mm -hmm. And if you have a personality type, which a lot of us do, of going all in, uh, then and and there's nothing wrong with that to an, but to an extreme when it's taken to an extreme then you're robbing yourself of these other experiences because then it's like I don't know the meaning behind this I don't know how engaged I am in this anymore and we don't if we don't ask ourselves those questions then we're just going to get used to doing something and you're investing three hours of your day at the gym and you're not considering what you could be doing if you limited that to one hour and you have those two hours extra to spare um, and we, it, we have to catch ourselves. We have to catch ourselves when we're doing that. Uh, you know, like moving here and then finding a place of, uh, where I work that's in walking distance. I know I just bought myself two hours a day in driving time. What am I going to do with those two hours? You know, and that's that's the thing with with um, with the CrossFit. It's no you know, it's no secret that I joined for community because I was doing just fine working out on my own. Mm -hmm. Right. And um and yeah, and I, I got the community I wanted and it's great and they're wonderful. And I've met great people, including yourself, you know, and 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 I'm so grateful for those friendships. But then now I'm limiting myself to other areas of my life where I could also be meeting other people. And 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 uh, and so we have to catch ourselves with that. So it, it's not that you're not being vague. You're hitting it right on the nail, you know, where. Everything we all have something within us, these needs and desires within us that we sometimes look for in an unhealthy way. And and we gotta keep ourselves in check. That's what it comes yeah. to. I def I I think I took a lot of things for granted. Um and I've 
like I'm aware. Well, no, I definitely, I, I'm aware now that I did take things for granted. I took things for granted. I took people for granted, took relationships for granted. And, um, there's this, what? Yeah. And now it's kind of, now it's fixing that behavior so that I don't do that going forward. Right. You know, um, like three weeks ago, I didn't know what I was going to do with fitness. And so I thought a lot of times I, I guess it's the ego that tells me that the problem is external. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, maybe I need to find somewhere else to work out. You know, so I reach out to the powers that be at our gym and I tell them, hey, I'm thinking, what's the process for like freezing the account? And then like Danny like hits me up right away, like what's going on? And so I kind of just tell him where I'm at. And what as I'm expressing, you know, my frustration, what's really coming out is I don't know what I want. Uh-huh. And ultimately, I tell him that I'm like, honestly, what the, the thing is that and is that I don't know what I want. And and then he's like, well, if you don't know what I want, I can't help you. And I'm like, you're absolutely right. This isn't your fault. This isn't the. This isn't a soul issue. This is a George issue. Right. Um, and so being at that, being at that, like you know, that crossroads where the thing that brought you so much like joy and happiness and fun um, is now like not doing that anymore, mm-hmm. you know, or you know, and it almost feels like you don't want to be there because you can't do what you want to do. You know, it's, it's the same way like I. I didn't want to be around my friends who were drinking and smoking because I wasn't doing that anymore. Mm-hmm. It's really the same behavior. It's that same idea. Like I was like, well, I'm not going to do that. So I'm not going to go anymore. Yeah. Um, what I, I would, I would challenge you. I would, I would recommend that you challenge yourself to, to, to break that pattern then, you know? Yes. What, and yeah. I did. And what it is mm-hmm. is like, I found something that's going to work for me and I know that I can do all of that stuff at the, at the gym with my friends at the same, you know, at the same time that they're doing their thing, yeah. it doesn't have to be this one way. There's only, there's not one thing to do it. So not yes. one way to live a life. No, there's definitely not one way to live a life. And there's not <laughs> one way to work out at soul either. Right. You know, there's, uh, th- you can carve out your own path. Right. Um, Pick your own adventure. But you got to decide what you want. Mm-hmm. And so what the, so fast forward to where we are now. And it's that I really want to be able to exercise and not feel like pain you know, and I want to be able to be to strengthen my weaknesses so that I can return to being able to push the body to a point where like I feel I am able to get that satisfaction. But but not feel that pain again. Well, you know, I mean, that's that's see, I mean, I, I think injuries are inevitable when you push your body and I'm always going to push. That's just who I am. You know, I right. love the I mean, I want a 120 kilo snatch. I want a 150 kilo clean and jerk. Those are numbers that I still Those are things that, so that are there, still in my there head. There are things that you want in that bucket of your life. Yeah. You see, yeah. there are things that you want. So so what you're so this is really interesting because we all anybody who trains at the level we train at which is not like the highest level, but it's not global gym, right? It's, it's a little bit, a little bit more elevated. Um, but anybody who's dealt with an injury goes through this, what we are discussing right now, because an injury forces you to slow down and take a step back and look at your picture and what you've been doing in a clear, uh, from a clearer perspective, from a clearer lens. Mm -hmm. Right. So, so what we have to pick up on is, is those what you're describing is okay you're you're in the healing process 
to then eventually push yourself hard. But when you go back to pushing yourself hard is knowing exactly how hard to push yourself so you're still comfortable when you're not in the gym. So you're not in pain when you're not in the gym. But yet you're still doing the things you want to do to achieve the goal you want. Yeah. You know, and that is the pattern that needs to be that needs to be broken. Why did I do that workout? I knew I shouldn't have done it. I'm a 40-year-old man who is at a point in his life who should be able to say, this is bad for me. I'm just going to be grateful that I'm here with my friends and we're going to work out either way. The The intensity level I work out at is not going to affect our friendship. It's not going to affect my status because there's no status at the gym. There's no ego, you know, or there shouldn't be at least, you know. And um, But yet I did it anyway. And now, you know, I'm like, okay, like th- this injury is not going to go away if you keep doing that. Yeah. You know. But it's breaking that pattern. It's about being aware of that pattern and, 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 and breaking that pattern. And much like you, you know, I did close myself off to, to a lot of other people. And I had to I realized I had to process certain feelings, uh, resentments that I had. And reconnecting with those people has been really, really cool. Mm-hmm. So I've, I've experienced as well. It's funny you mention it because I've been experiencing something similar lately. And, um, and, and, and yeah, but that's it all comes back to that whole point of, of balance, you know, it all comes, you know, we don't need to spend three hours a day at the gym. We don't need to. I mean, unless you want to, unless you want to. Yeah. Right. But we don't need to. No. Right. So anyway, yeah. And plus like, and, and, and I think that being that it's two days removed from the death of Kobe Bryant, I think many people are reassessing and reevaluating, and I'm not saying that's what we're doing. That's, the, but I'm saying, um, I, I, it's it is what I'm doing. I'm sorry. Let me rephrase that. I've been doing that. I can't speak for you, but but I'm not a basketball fan. Mm-hmm. I maybe if I watched Kobe play, it was by you know in passing. It wasn't because I purposely turned on the TV to watch the game he was playing. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean to. When you when you hear about anybody, because you know there were I don't know how many other people on that helicopter that people aren't talking about, but um, but when you're you know when you hear about anybody who passes away alongside their son or daughter, it really does cause you to. It's a tragedy, <coughs> an absolute tragedy. It's a tra- tragedy. Tra- it's. I was at. So I was at a friend's house, and he said it out loud first. And I was like, wait, what? And so I run to Twitter and I pick up my phone and go to Twitter because that's where I get all of like the instant um, notification. And there it was. And what I thought was really sad after the fact was that that's how his wife found out. She found out through social media. TMZ posted it, posted it before authorities were able to contact the family and let them know. So she found out that way, the same way that I found out, the same way you found no out. No way. way. Out, which I thought was really fucked up. But, I mean, that's the world that we live in. But I th- I don't know. I haven't posted anything about it because it's not, I don't feel like it's mine. Um, and I didn't have a connection to him in the way that, I don't know, other people feel like they're connected to him. Um... But there is this, what I did, the, the posts that I did see that I've connected to were the ones that are like within the vein of life is not certain, 
nothing is, you know, for sure. Life is really short, precious, you know, be present, be grateful, be thankful, uh, lead with love, tell the people that you love, that you love them. Like don't take anything for granted, all that stuff, which is kind of this theme that I've been in already. Um, so yeah, it's just really, 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 really sad. Really sad. It is really sad. It is, it's, it is, it's a tragedy. Um, and you know, I'm, I'm much like you. I haven't done any postings or anything like that because I just, you know, that's, I don't know that, but, but, uh, the, but there is like those posts that, you know, my favorite one that I've read is leaving your house in the morning and coming back home to your family every evening is the most underrated blessing yeah. that we have. Yeah. You take it for granted. Yeah. We take it for granted. And, um, and, and yeah, it's, it's, so we, I, I don't want to sound cold hearted, <clears throat> but unfortunately it takes something like this to happen to get people to stop and take Dude, a step yeah, because back. It wakes you up. It wakes you up. It wakes you up. Yeah. You are in, we are, we get, I don't know if it's programmed or conditioned, but there is a routine. Yeah. You know, our life has routines that we abide by to have the, the life that we we do. You know, there's things that need to be done. There's responsibilities that need to be attended to. There's other, I mean, cause we're not just out here like, you know, doing whatever we want whenever we want to, you know, we go to work because we need to earn a paycheck so that we can buy the things that we want so that we can feed ourselves, feed our family, do the, all of those things, you know? And, um, and sometimes it gets interrupted by a terrible, horrible thing. And you're just like, wait, whoa. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, my. This is. I'm so fucking lucky. And none of this really fucking matters. Yeah, yeah I was at I was at my son's uh, soccer game when I found out. And and after the initial shock and saying a little prayer for, you know, um, Kobe's family, um, I I said, wow, I go, I get to be here now watching my son play mm -hmm. and uh and and that is it's a blessing it, when i walked into that field it was a routine here we go again another soccer game you know i wasn't able to record the podcast today because of the soccer game you mm -hmm. know you, you know that like you said the routine takes over and and we don't have a clear picture of what we're truly doing i'm not engaged in that moment i'm not applying meaning to what i'm doing in that moment going back to what i was talking about before right so therefore i'm not allowing myself to feel positive emotions about this i'm thinking about how hot and not how hot it is because obviously I'm, I'm enjoying the heat more now uh, basically <laughs> but but the sun was hitting directly and i was like oh i didn't wear sunscreen oh i didn't bring you know like something to cover up from the sun and oh here we go again and i'm so exhausted and it's like, wait a minute, dude, like you purposely drove here. You you pay for your son's soccer every day, every month. You he enjoys it. It's what he loves doing. You love watching him play. Here you are. You get to watch him play. No, those aren't the thoughts that go. It's you know, and then I heard about Kobe Bryant while he's playing. And I'm like, OK, dude, like I got to this is what I, I have to. I can get in my car now and get in a car accident and never see my son play again. Yeah. You know, so this is the moment. This is where I need to be engaged. It's the only now we have, like Eckhart Tolle says. It, it really is about yeah. the importance of being in the present, in like a present state or in a conscious state. And it is truly work. Like you have to work at it because you. It's a practice. It pull. There's always something to pull you out of that. You always. Know? Things that you got to be, where you got to go, something got to do, stresses, anxieties, all those things that static will pull you out of just the present moment where it's like. 
you're in your breath like you're you're here you're now you know and it matters Um, yeah, so I, I, I agree. We have to just be more present with everything that, that we do. I mean, it, that's a work. Uh, it's yeah. just a work along with everything else. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like counting your macros, fitness, yeah. being present. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's, I, I think it's, uh, yeah, I think it's important. I think that, um, the act of reminding yourself is the habit that needs to be developed is the 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 behavior of reminding yourself to okay am i to check those boxes those are the right boxes to check the right boxes to check are am i being present am i applying meaning to what i'm about to do right am i engaged in what i'm doing am i allowing myself to experience positive emotions in this moment you know um, i had no reason to not feel positive emotions while watching my son play but yet my mind took me to a place of all the inconveniences. Sure. You know, um, but I wasn't allowing myself to experience the positive emotions. Right. Um, and, and focusing on your relationships. And, and, and another big part of it is allowing yourself to feel a sense of accomplishment is huge. Um, a lot of people are very tough on themselves. And that fogs the brain a little bit. And that limits your 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 view on the good things you have going on. Yeah, there's like these these sayings and that I see I've been seeing a lot of lately, which is um no one cares, work harder. Mm. Which is like a athlete thing. Um or hard work pays off. And it's an easy, like encapsulated saying. It looks great on a t-shirt. It looks cool in a hashtag. Um, I care. Yeah, I care. Like, yeah. I, someone who posted, like, no one cares, work harder, or yeah. no one cares, whatever, no one just, blah. And I just commented on their post. I was like, I care. You know, there was um, a, a hashtag going around for a while that I, that I used, never satisfied. Um, and I had to stop and question myself. Why, why are you using that hashtag? You don't connect with that. That's not you, you know, because I, I am satisfied with my life and yeah, I get, I get the, I get what it means. I know there's a lot of people right now saying, that's not the point. The point is, is always work harder, want more, don't settle. I get all that, but guess what? I am working harder and I'm not settling. And I'm making more progress every day and I'm better today than I was yesterday, but I'm satisfied. Look, the thing is, is, is that you cannot do all things all the time. Right. You cannot be in a hundred places at once. You can't be in two places at once, yeah. you know? So wherever you're at, you need to be a hundred percent there. Absolutely. Because There's if no you're, other option. Because if you're not, then you're not going to be, you're not going to have any kind of like success yeah. in that endeavor. If it's as simple as, uh, making dinner you know you if you're not paying attention to what you're doing you'll fucking burn the chicken that's right you know if you're not you're not you know you're engaging in you know if you're engaging um in like a romantic moment with your partner and you're somewhere else like your shit's not gonna fucking work yeah that's right (laughs) you know uh all of those things yeah um and and that's just kind of the reminder yeah I would I would say as 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 we come to the end of this episode that I would I would like I I don't know how you feel about this but I would like to challenge our listeners to go for you know just everyday you know kind of check in with themselves 
And are you allowing yourself to experience positive emotions? Are you fully engaged in what you're doing? Are you applying meaning to what you're doing? Are you nurturing uh, those relationships? And are you allowing yourself to feel accomplishment? There's pockets in the day where I am alone. Um, and I'm not, and I find myself in the middle of doing nothing. So I'm either transferring from one thing to another, like I'm at the office and I'm finishing one project and I'm about to start another one, or maybe I'm eating, um, and I'm not on my phone, you know, and I'm not distracted. And there's like this, I don't know how else to describe it, but there's like a hum that I feel and I, and everything just kind of goes it hums, but it's quiet. It's really weird. I can't describe it. These words don't make sense. No, no, they make But they do. Me. And you're just, I'm like, my eyes are open, but I'm not focused on anything. And like my body is completely relaxed. And it's as soon as I'm aware of it, it's gone. And that to me is like me being in my most conscious state, like me being completely present in the moment. That's what it feels like to me. Um, and so when it happens, as soon as I'm in it and I become aware of it, it's gone. So, it, and then I just like smile. I'm like, Oh, that was nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we got, we got to do that so and use those moments to search for that. Yeah. yeah search for absolutely. like that peace. Yes. In this chaotic world that yeah, we live in. Yeah, man. Yeah. So you create balance I'm really happy we joy. did this. I'm really yes. glad we made the time for it. Yes. I'm, I, you know, I, I'm. Um, I we we it finally happened. We had to skip a week, and I'm okay with it. I'm okay with it because Dude, life fucking happens. Life fucking happens, and and we adapt. And yeah. being adaptable is the most important trait that we can possibly have. And I'm I, I'm just happy to see you. You know, I was I was like we were texting the other day. Where's my friend? <laughs> Where, and, and 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 George sent me these. These, oh my God, your gifs were just on point. Where's my friend? Where are you? <laughs> so. Yeah, man. So on that note, uh, you can find us on Instagram at Moaka Media. All right. You can find George at... On Instagram at George I. Sanchez. And I am at Carlos.Escanilla. I changed it. Really? Woo! Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm working with a marketing person now for my private practice. So I don't know if it's going to change again. But we definitely, <laughs> we definitely agreed that nobody pays attention or looks into what LMHC means. So it's just a long, yeah, it's a long handle for no good reason, no purpose. So he's like, you're better off just finding your name. My name wasn't available. So I had to settle for Carlos dot or period, whatever Escanilla. So, um, if you are interested in taking up George on his offer for styling, you can Dude, follow me on it. Check out my him. Instagram. Look at what I'm yeah. doing. I have a story on there called Styling Inspo. So you have a kind of like a get an idea of like where my head's at. And like I said, if you got an event, if you've got, you know, you're just like, I want to get, I want to, I want to like change it up. I want to know what's going on. Let me know. And um, it's actually a fun process. It's a little, th- I think it's also therapeutic. It's like a Marie Kondo moment where you like go in and you're like, why do you wear this? Do you like this? Do you not like this? It's awesome. Um, like, so, and we can do it all online. Like just send me pictures and we just work it out. I love it. Take yeah. them up on it. And you can send us an email also at moakamedia at gmail.com. And um, that's all guys. Thank you for everything. Thank you, Carlos. Bye. Thank you, George. Bye.